0: what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of blacks and thoughts podcast i am your host Digital relaxation and we are back again for another episode um this one i'm kind of going to be ranting um i don't have i have multiple topics uh well a couple but usually i try to have one set topic but something has came up recently that i feel like i had to talk about and i'll get to it later but um yeah as always uh guys are listening to this podcast on apple podcast please rate it five stars share it get this to grow um as well as my podcast is now available on amazon well at spotify other places um but yeah just trying to get out there and let's begin so as normal um what's been going on with me um for the most part not much honestly um i've just been kicking back just figuring things out Working um, Just preparing for Things that's upcoming Um, I had uh, A family matter That happened recently um, But got over it well, I don't want to say I got over that That's something I won't ever get over But I'm at peace with it now so Just trying to push through From here on Just keep going So, um, there has been some news in the gaming world that have came out, as well as the Black Widow movie that came out, which I have watched, so I'm going to talk about that in a second. Um, Starting with the gaming news, um, something like, I don't want to talk about strictly gaming, um, but the new Nintendo um, Switch with the OLED screen is coming soon, and it's not the Pro, the rumored Pro or whatever it's supposed to be so it's not really um, it's not an internal enhancements in terms of like what's inside of it and the power and making it stronger but it's more so the screen um, um, the, the original switch uses an LCD screen um, which now this is going to switch to the OLED screen um, which usually with LCD screens it's mainly just a plain backlight that just lights up the whole screen and that's mostly it um the problem with that is that it also uses a lot of power to use lcd screen, so battery life um, is now going to be reduced switching to the well hopefully it'll be reduced switching to the oled screen um with the oled it uses a pixel by pixel lighting which gets it a bit of contrast so you can see certain things and shadows and lights more better because they all lit up to be shown how the game was meant to be shown instead of just giving you one plain light and view and everything is just bright so it'll make everything look a lot better um and the screen is large not so much the switch it's like if you have the original switch it's like The screen has like a little border around it and that shows you how much of the screen you can see so the OLED screen will be more enhanced um, from that border so it's not so much the switch is getting larger it's just the screen itself is just being more wide open Um, but the downside with OLED screens normally is that because of how it's lit um, using it outside can be difficult because, like, mainly it's like if the sun is shining on your screen, um, it's gonna mess with the contrast, so you ain't be you won't be able to see things. That's good, so you gotta be careful with using that. And there's also issues with um, OLED screens that it's like it can be a screen burn or something, which it's not what you're thinking is more so like if you ever had like an image like if you ever look at an image too long and you close your eyes and you can still see it in your head it's kind of gonna be like that just on your switch like if you use it too long like you're gonna see certain screens still stuck on the switch that you're not even on like you could be playing pokemon and then switch to youtube but in the background you can still see like a little silhouette of pokemon so um I believe Nintendo did discuss that. Um so hopefully they will work around that, but for the most part, I mean the best workaround is just don't <laughs> overuse your switch. I mean just got to know how to game mildly. And I always assume that if you're going to use a handheld mode, I assume that you're in a situation where you shouldn't be gaming too much. Um I always just say just always dock your switch if you're playing at home. So yeah. Um, I do want it. <laughs> um, the Switch is Switch is a great console. Um, I, I know a lot of people ask me if I'm still going to get the next gen or the current gen consoles. Um, so far my answer, still no. Um, mainly because of the games. Um, there hasn't been any games that's like worth me wanting to get a whole new console for. I mean, the consoles themselves are powerful and such, but what's the point of having a 4k 8k spotify streamer like nobody don't want to spend that money just to watch youtube so and if anything um i would have to be looking more towards the playstation because xbox i mean most of the games are going to game pass and which that means is those games are going to be going to pc so at this point it's kind of like no point again getting the xbox Uh, you could talk on xbox live party chats on your pc with no problem play games um, cross play so at this point having an xbox really ain't you know they're just good for controllers at this point xbox just makes great controllers so right now the playstation don't have anything that i want to get the playstation for so i'm good like my playstation 4 is literally just in there collecting dust i haven't turned it on i have not even bought a game since i bought the playstation 4 the PlayStation 4 i got came with the spider-man it was a bundle other than that i have not bought a game <laughs> since um so that shows you how much i'm interested in the playstation as for the switch though i do love the switch um i got a nice little collection of games i do want to get back into it heavily and probably stream some of my switch games um i usually play my switch for like leisure gaming like when i just want to sit back and chill turn my brain off i just put on my switch but yeah um so hopefully um yeah i could probably trade my switch in and get this one and yeah uh so going into the black widow movie um yeah so the black widow movie have came out and i don't (laughs) I don't know if I want to do a review, cause then I'm gonna have to do a spoiler warning and I can't tell you when to skip ahead. So I'm gonna try my best to give like a non-spoiler review. I never done like a movie review or a non-spoiler review before. So I'll try my best to not, um, I'll try my best not to like, you know, spoil anything. So um, as for the Loki series um i believe the wednesday as this episode comes out this is the last episode um that i mean in the series so now that it's over i did say that i want it to be done by the time i get to it so i'm gonna probably like not binge watch it but i'm just i am gonna like get through it now and hopefully the next episode one podcast i'll talk about that um and yeah so black widow movie um so we already knew that this movie was supposed to come out last year but you know due to the world pandemic it had to get pushed back so it came out and overall impression um i'm not impressed um i give it I think I was seeing other reviews, people giving it like fives and such. I was being generous. I'd give it like a six point five, maybe a seven, and that's mainly because of like the fight scenes. Like, because Black Widow is known for the hand-to-hand combat, and most of the fight scenes in the movie were done well. It wasn't like blown away, like it wasn't Rage Redemption, <laughs> but it was good. Yeah, I think that was kind of one of the only redeeming factors of the movie. um the story, uh, the story takes place um, like literally after civil war, which sucks and doesn't suck. But um, yeah, so it shows what Black Widow was doing, you no, know, once she turned her back on the Sokovia Accords and became a fugitive, um, and you know, her past came back to her uh, in the form of her family and such and where she was brought up and whatnot so she was um dealing with that but yeah so i like I'm, i'm trying not to spoil nothing i don't know I didn't really, like I said, when I watch trailers for things, I usually just watch like one trailer and then I'll just let it go. So I don't know how much was revealed in the trailer. And it's been a while since I've seen the Black Widow trailer. Like like I said, this was advertised a year ago. So I don't even know what is okay for me to talk about right now. Um, We do know that Taskmaster is um, in the movie. Taskmaster is someone who is shown to be able to mimic pretty much everybody's abilities and such um, I'm confused on exactly what this person is um, I don't think they have a legit identity in the comics um, not sure um, but in the spider-man game um, the ps4 one um, he is in the game and it doesn't seem like he's much of I don't know it's like he's a he's not a villain he's more so like you know whoever pays for my services i'm i'm willing to help out type thing so it's one of those like you just end it for the money but obviously for this movie they had to completely rewrite the story of taskmaster which i mean i don't know Marvel is known for doing that which kind of splits the fan base they did that in um, iron man 3 with the mandarin when they revealed that it wasn't really the mandarin so Uh, They did a similar reveal with the Taskmaster on this one Which I don't know how the fans will feel about this So, there's that Um, uh, Other things is The thing that Now, I know that the movie was supposed to come out a year ago But personally, I feel like this movie came out too long I mean, like, no, it took too long for this movie to come out And I'm only saying that in terms of how the movie was shot and the script and and whatnot. Because this movie feels like it belonged in phase one. And what I mean by that is pre-Avengers. So, you know, when you watch the first Iron Man movie, watch the second Iron Man movie, Thor, Captain America, Hulk. For the most part, uh, the only characters that was intertwined with the universe were... Doctor, or F- not the, the doctor, <laughs> Nick Ferry and um, Coulson. Um, Iron Man made one brief appearance in the end of the Hulk movie, as the um, the end credit scene. But other than that, those were the main two characters that was like intertwining into each universe, mainly with the Shield that was like making this universe be one whole thing so after the Avengers happened it was more like now that we're all together it's one of those it's usually one of those questions when you watch movies like oh like wow this is happening where is Thor oh where is Captain America like why is he doing this by himself and I feel like that's why Iron Man 3 got like a mixed review when it initially came out aside from that um, villain twist it was because it was like We just went from having the Avengers formed, and now Iron Man is by himself again. Um, Rhodey did appear um, a few times, but for the most part it was just Tony. And it was like, it felt empty because like, now we we know there's more people that can help him. Why is he doing this alone? So from that point on, they kind of just like, when they do movies that already have characters established in each other universes, they kind of put them in. So, you know, Iron Man was all over Spider-Man movies. Civil War, that was a Captain America movie. But half the, Aven- well, yeah, half the Avengers was in there. Plus bonus characters was in there. So, um Doctor Strange, Star was in it. And vice versa. Um, So, this movie, it felt like it was pre-Avengers. Because it was just Black Widow. Like, it was one of those. Yeah, this happened at the Civil War. And we know when infinity war came out she was with um with uh captain america and falcon and i don't <laughs> i don't want to i guess spoilers but they they didn't like this like i said this is we don't know the time frame so this is right this seems like this is right after civil war like probably a month after so you know captain america was already fleeing um, by the end of Civil War, so this one it took her a little more time for them to like really chase her. So this was like before she was able to get with them, and it was like, yeah, it sucks because it's like I don't know. And then they try to have her little family team going on with her mother, her father, and her sister, and but not. But it was like you know these guys I mean I don't know I don't want to say they were poorly written um, I, but when you realize the story behind the family and whatnot, it just makes you f- care less about certain characters and some of the twists that was happening and like I didn't care about them so it was like eh whatever but that's mainly it i mean i don't know what to say um the only thing i do want to say is that i am seeing what um with the end credits uh i guess marvel is teasing dark avengers i guess i don't know um but it seems like they're trying to have like this dark team form um they already hinted it with the end of um talking and when soldier uh this, uh this one character that seems to be apparent um in the series like how Nick Ferry was so I don't know if this character is going to pair in Loki I don't think she was in uh, WandaVision WandaVision was something different I think WandaVision was setting up Doctor Stranger, if I'm not mistaken so which that's the only movie I'm waiting for in the MCU at this point I don't really care about anything else now so yeah, that's about it um yeah so I mean yeah, I personally gave the movie like a 6.5 out of 10 um and that's mainly because of like fighting the story didn't do much for me i didn't really care about this story took too long for us to know about it and the story that we should have gotten we didn't get they still kept on they still keep talking about this budapest mission like in passing instead of just giving us the scene so whatever but that's that um i mean i say watch it why not but at the same time there's nothing to rush to like and yeah just yeah watch it when you got time or when it's free on disney plus i know that there's like a fee um barrier that you gotta pay even if you have a subscription so yeah now on to uh the first main topic now um look so of course my podcast is called relaxing thoughts um the main point of my podcast is to have chill discussions about things um, not to really dive into uh, like politics and whatnot and controversial topics and things um, I don't know if people want to hear that I mean nobody had really some people have asked for my opinion on certain things but I don't know if that's what everyone wants to hear so if everyone want to hear that I will talk more about stuff like that but so also like giving my disclaimer before I get into this um and I should always give this disclaimer when I talk about certain things on my topic on my podcast um I don't like I'm not no professional on these topics I'm not no psychiatrist so whatever when I speak on uh mental health issues and whatnot like I'm not a therapist I just know my experience and what I've been through and what I've overcome and stuff and I'm just being someone, I just want to be a voice for someone who can say that I made it to the other side and this is how it feels to be on the other side and let people know who's still dealing with things that there is another side that you can get over this. Um, It's going to take a lot, but it's possible. So. Yeah, so this <laughs> this topic came to me um, from another podcast and I I don't know it, it just kind of it was like one of the the final straws I guess so uh, rapper legendary rapper Juvenile and Manny Fresh decided to remix this song um, for Back That Thing Up to Vax That Thing Up to promote the vaccine. <laughs> um, now I know some people already saying that one, you know, they selling out. Uh, they, you know, jiving. Uh, other people saying that, you know, they pushing a, an agenda and they using our people to do it and whatnot. So I'm gonna speak on these things on a mutual ground as best as I can. Um, so my thoughts on the song of course shouldn't have been done um, we did not need that at all like at all and it's not you only that it's, just, it's the video too that goes with the song and it's like they're trying to make this like they're trying to make it look like a legit rap song like with the girls dancing the vixens and stuff and juvenile um throwing vaccine cards like it's money and i'm like bro what is this so i don't understand why they had to do that well aside from probably getting the bag um so you know get your money but other than i don't know why like like why i I don't know And, and um from my knowledge i don't think there's anything that's been done like this my question is why was the first option a rap song like why can't i go to a rock a pop like why i had to go to rappers and like trying to you know this is the hip and cool thing like yeah rap is probably the most popular art form of music right now but no mean you gotta do that it's like i don't like that they have to go to rap first to do this And then now it only just opens up another door for all the possible remix songs. Um, I already saw a comment section that someone said they're going to use the um, LMFAO and Lil Jon Shot song to promote getting the shot. (laughs) I mean, I won't be surprised at this point now. So, But um, my thing about this song that I'm not 100% confused about, I get it, but I don't... It goes with the agenda thing, so the song is mainly promoting this song as the equivalent to wearing a condom. Um, like they promoting this as as coronavirus is an STD, and you shouldn't be with you shouldn't be dating unless you got the vaccine. That's what they that's basically what the song is about. That you shouldn't date people. And get intimate with people unless you get the vaccine. I mean... Two things on that. One, why are you... I don't like... Like, no, I don't like... Quote-unquote agendas of, like, being told what to do and what not to do. I mean, people should be able to do what they want to do. Like, you're telling me that... Um, telling me that I can't, like be with somebody because i didn't get a vaccine like like what if i'm been in a relationship with someone for like multiple years and now and we both decide not to get the vaccine telling us that we had to break up or something like we can't be together no more because we decide not to get the vaccine like what type of message is this and then it's like yeah you can't do this with your girl or with your guy unless you get the vaccine it's like You know, you know, use a condom before you have sex, or you're gonna get the corona. Like that's what that's what this whole song was sounding like. And from my knowledge, um, like corona is more of a airborne virus that can it can be transmitted through people to people contact. But I'm making it sound like that's how it's formed, and it's not. It's like. At the end of the day is not about so much the people contact It's just more so the airborne virus that's going through and attacking your insides like it's it's one thing that if you're already breathing in the air and what it's already doing to you and it's another thing too. just saying just because you're with somebody it's automatically a danger and it's like kind of like two different things Um, and now with the other agenda which (laughs) um, I don't uh, I mean this is not my thoughts my opinion or nothing this is something I just care about and I'm like this song kind of puts two and two together when like for the conspiracy theory people like when you kind of make it obvious it's weird like you know some people fear getting the vaccine because it will ruin Childbirth. I mean that's the whole agenda, you know, population control and reducing the population. And this song is promoting that you can't do things that you know, you can't have sex with someone and do things with your partner unless you get the vaccine. And it's like you saying that unless I get the vaccine I can't be intimate with my partner and potentially you know, make a baby with this person, and then it's like, yeah, two and two together type things. Like, if you're trying to control the population through the vaccine, and you're telling me that I can't do what I had to do unless I get the vaccine, it's kind of like you're just throwing it in my face now. <laughs> but like I said, that's that's two whole different agendas and stuff. Um, I just feel like, yeah things i want to talk about i mean i'm not telling people what to do and what not to do myself if you want to get the vaccine go ahead it's not like i'm not going to be like oh like if you got the vaccine you shouldn't listen to my podcast i don't want people who got the vaccine to listen to it or vice versa if you don't got it like i already know family members who got the shot um i know people who plan on getting the shot it is what it is i mean at the end of the day it's your life you gotta take whatever measures you gotta take for your freedom and your not not your freedom but your um, survival do what you gotta do um but yeah it's just i just personally don't like the route that they had to go with it like it was already one thing that i hate when i'm like listening to things or watching things and i get an ad and it's always a vaccine ad and it's just like even it's like at first I get a normal vaccine ad and then I get one in Spanish and at first I don't know what they're saying and then I hear Vax and I'm like, "Bro, <laughs> like, get out of here. So then they had to come here, come into our culture and no, I'm stopped. But I had to come in and use rap music, you know, the cool, hip, trendy music to get people into taking the shot. And it's like, like, you know, the pandering you're doing, like, it's just not cool. It's like, at this point, we had a year to know what this virus is and you know we had a year to make the decision of what we will do if the opportunity arrives if a vaccine or a cure or whatever comes aboard like people you don't need to keep manipulating people's thoughts to do things like like so this is all yeah this is all a mind game and mind trickery and whatnot like you don't have to constantly try to brainwash people into doing things like people were born on right and wrong it's when a group of people tries to sway your decisions when things go wrong it's like no we know that the virus is bad we know that if we do certain things it will help prevent us getting the virus we should be able to make that decision on our own where, you know, for the most part we're adults and whoever are adults and have kids, we are parents. We should be able to tell our kids what to do and what not to do. We shouldn't have had to, oh, this rapper told me to get the vaccine. <laughs> like, oh, no. like you now shouldn't be your selling point to getting the vaccine. It should be your own logic conclusion. So. That's just my feeling on that. Like I said, if you can, like, you know, get the vaccine, don't get the vaccine, do what you gotta do, but don't let certain things persuade you to do it. So that's that's my only issue with that song. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but like I said, I won't be surprised if there's gonna be more. Um, so going into my next topic, uh, this one is a topic that, I mean, this is kind of like the lifelong Um, Debate or whatever Um, This is If you're living in the wrong Or right era Um, I already know that there's a lot of people At some And when I was younger I used to be like that too People who feel like they were born in the wrong time Like you know People are no this is not the era I'm an old soul you know Or people who be like no in my past I had a past life you know back in my past I did this you know It's like this is not me And it's like, I don't know. Like I said, as I got older and, you know, think about things more and whatnot, um, I feel like, well, one, living in the past is, you know, it's okay to think about your past, but to try to live in the past is, eh, Which I already see that's, you know, like I said, that's one thing, like, you know, people who want to have the whole aesthetic of, like, they are retro people, like gamers who only play retro games, Uh, fashion people who only wear, like, clothing that look like they were popular in the early 90s, but they're trying to make it popular now. Uh, One thing I always go with Bruno Mars is, like, he's, like, the epitome of trying to, like, bring back the 70s and 90s in his music. And it's like it's working for him because he's capitalizing on a musical art form that died <laughs> like it still bugs me to the day like how disco and like those kind of music that like my dad grew up on and whatnot it's just gone like rock is still here jazz is still here uh pop hip-hop is still growing like this art form was just gone i mean there's others too i'm pretty sure but like it's just yeah and, and it was a great art form but it was just like it was an era thing like it was it was the product of its era it wasn't a generational thing like hip-hop went from the from the mid to late 70s to the 80s to the 90s 2000s and the 10s and now we in the 20s like it's a generational thing like <laughs> that music in the 70s that's it that's why they always, that's why they could know they categorize it as that gap and it's like yeah it's a product of its own environment and that was it it was gone obviously it evolved to R&B but now R&B is almost a dying art form in itself too but yeah <laughs> so yeah so the people who be like you know they old souls they living in the wrong era and whatnot and yeah like I, said, I used to think about that too when I was younger and you know because I used to only I used to be curious as to like why certain things gravitated towards me um like I said growing up when I was younger for the most part I was usually the youngest so I was always influenced by what the people who was older than me were into so you know I remember once um, I'm with my my older brother, and my older cousins. And, uh, we had this we had this um VHS tape. <laughs> See anybody know about those? But we had this VHS tape that had no multiple movies on it and whatnot. So when you like freaking record a bunch of stuff on one tape and just watch it, so it had um, Nightmare on Elm Street on it, and I, was, I mean it was cool. I'm not much of a horror fan, so I was watching that with them and whatnot and then right after <laughs> it's, the, it's the it's the weirdest transition too because um that movie i'm not sure which one it is it could be the first one but that movie ends with um the main character like driving off and her mom is like waving her away and then you see the, the you know the kids that be singing the freddie cougar song like skip rope in the front of the lawn and she's just looking there and then like freddie Krueger arm um, just come and just snatches her through the door It's like this horror ending And then they just transition to the next movie Which is um, Breaking Breakdance the movie This movie um, I believe this movie came out in the 70s Um, But this movie is uh, Is it the first? Oh no this movie came out in 84 I don't know if it's the first I gotta mm, I gotta Check um, my sources let me see if I can look at certain movies oh no this 82 84 so yeah 82 so we're going by this movie then no sorry um, Wild Style will be the first movie that that's like about um the breakdance and hip-hop culture but that movie the milestone it was about it it was it was about all the elements of hip-hop honestly it it was about djing uh graffiti breakdances no b-boy b-girls rap you know all of that so but breaking was strictly about breakdancing um Hip hop, like that's that's the funny thing, because this movie came out in the mid '80s, um, and it was barely any rap, or I would not say rap, but just hip hop, like stuff. I, yeah, I would go with rap, because hip hop, the culture, is two different things from rap. There was barely any rap stuff. Like there was only two scenes where they battle, in, um, like the little, like the little break dance. I don't know what it the, was—a club type place where they go to break dance. Um, and Ice-T is like um, rapping while they breakdancing and he's like rapping what's going on <laughs> and whatnot But other than that, the main soundtrack is all like pop, R&B, music And it's amazing because like, you know, when you think of breakdancing, you're thinking of breakdancing to hip hop These dudes is like breakdancing to like uh, the song Ain't Nobody and whatnot Like it has nothing to do with like hip like rap music so it was dope but it was like the fact that that movie like it, it like it just took me like just that culture a culture i wasn't was not even close to being born to but i felt like it, i relate to it and i can connect to it a lot and i had no reason understanding why because i wasn't born in that time period but yeah like i used to think no man back if i was back in the 80s or the 70s no i think things would be great for me like you know the music back in that time um yeah all that <laughs> you <Yeah>, know the music <laughs> like my music influence is weird so like even um going back to like my video games uh grant that photo I to this day still say Grand Theft Auto Vice City has probably the best um, radio soundtracks of all Grand Theft Autos. And at the time period I was only speaking about that only because of one one radio station which was um Fever 105. That was my radio station growing up as a kid like just all of those R&B songs that was back in the back in that time period. Um, Rick James, Michael Jackson uh, just a bunch of other stuff. Uh, I believe, uh, I believe Mary Jane Girls was in. Um, even one of my favorite songs, uh, by uh, Cool and the Gang, I believe. Um, Summer Madness. That's my song. And yeah, like, I used to have that radio station on repeat. And yeah, like, I was not <laughs> born in that time period to understand that music. But, like, that was, like, I also hear it from my father, like, when he played his music. And then hearing it in a game that came out in the time period of when I'm growing up. So it was, like, you know, hearing it. It's like being reintroduced to the culture through my time period. Vice City came out in 2002, the this, this music. By City, the game takes place in the 80s, if I'm not mistaken. In, in timeline wise. So everything in that time period was 80s. Um, so yeah, like that. Um Flash FM is it was the the pop station of the 80s. Uh one of my favorite songs of all times. Um Joe Jackson stepping out. I, I love that song so much. And it's like yeah, like granted when when San Andreas came out and yeah with the nineties and it was it was hip hop but it was West Coast hip hop like I, I, that's not, you know, as much as I love it, that ain't me, you know, East Coast hip hop forever. Um it was just that boom bap ever I love the chill vibes, um Yeah, it's just stuff like that. Like it makes you wonder. So like by the time I got towards like like when I got towards like old enough to like start you know, having my own favorite music and whatnot, it was already like you know, in the, the mid early 2000s, and by this time, um, the jiggy era took it over. You know, Puffy, uh, um, bad boys were kind of taking over at that time, uh, DMX, Eminem, uh, Nelly. So the South was slowly coming up too. At the Outcast, already had Outcast, Goodie Mob and them already made the way, but. They came in, like Nelly came and made the South sexy. Like, before the South was just Southern, like, you know, you think of the country and whatnot, like how they talk and Cadillacs and whatnot. And Nelly just came and, like, sexified the South. <laughs> um, so he made it marketable. But yeah, it was like Ja Rule, um transitioning from that rap, rap and constantly having r&b features and singing and having love songs but you're trying to be a thug rapper It was just all of that weirdness that was going on so it was like and then it was like damn it feels weird <laughs> like don't get me wrong i love it but it feels weird so it's like going back to the 90s you know i wish i was i wish i was still more in the 90s and then now as i get older <laughs> and hearing the music that comes out now and it's like, damn man, I missed the early two thousands. <laughs> uh like early two thousand, like now I'm no I think that's the thing is like with people who wants to be old souls or wants to be in different time period, I think people are not taking appreciation into the current time state that they are living in. Like the fact that I can go back and reevaluate the early two thousand music and like when I think about that music now, like I think about especially in this time period of like all oh, the pandemic, like that music was the epitome of like being outside music, like, you know, couldn't go anywhere without hearing certain songs, just blasting through the radio and whatnot. Songs constantly on replay, but it wasn't annoying because these songs were good. Like it was just, you just had to be, be outside and experiencing, you know, rapping these songs with your boys, uh, being in the lunch table, rapping the hook to, um, Jay-Z's girls, uh, um 50 cent mini men like this is singing those parts it' like uh yeah like it's one of those like you just have to be outside and experience it like now it's like it's either you got the music to yourself or you got to be in a club to enjoy this music on a worldwide like socially way it's like I don't know I feel like I feel like these songs aren't mainly made for like radio like, I feel I don't say I don't feel weird like when I hear people driving by and I hear like current songs being played through their car and I'm like it just don't feel right. It don't feel like oh he playing that song. It just feel like oh yeah I guess. <laughs> it don't sound right coming out your speaker. Like it just felt like it wasn't made to be put in, played in your car. I think that's what the thing is too, I guess. Maybe it's how they structure the music and whatnot. But yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm going off topic But I'm still on topic But I feel like I'm going off what I'm trying to really speak about um, But Yeah like Like I said it's those things that like It makes you who you are And I think people need to appreciate The era that they are Living in and what not I mean granted yeah there's a lot of great things that We miss but it's put in perspective of people who are living in this time period now it's like we had the technology and stuff to go back like i can go back and watch Breaking. i can go back and listen to um 90s hip hop like think about the people who were in the 90s and 80s like hearing that thing like i love hearing about how how rappers had to like record songs back in like the 80s and whatnot like constantly having to like stop the record and whatnot and you had to make sure you get the thing right and get the sound right it's like everything had to be pitch perfect now it's just like throw the beat on and just write and rap over it and that's it it's like they really had to like everything had to be right to make these songs um especially it was, like, developing a whole new art form, too. Like, hip-hop was different. Like, now, like, before, like, we didn't have the funds to just go in the studio and make hip-hop songs. Like, we had to create it and create how it was made, like, creating samples and creating DJing and whatnot to make it become a record. But, yeah, so it's like, you know, being able to being in a time period where you can experience certain things like you know imagine like put in perspective of uh, people like imagine uh, like Marvel Comics Um, I don't know what's the first Marvel Comics is, but uh, I believe uh, call it Captain America was more so, like a propaganda comic for World War 2 and whatnot, which was what 30s to 40s. Yeah, so Marvel Comics was founded in 39, so right in the 40s. So let's say people who were in the 40s and whatnot, and you know, sadly, for whatever reason they didn't make it you no know, long enough to live past the two thousands and whatnot. Granted we had we still had superhero movies in the nineties. We had Blade, Spawn, whatnot, the T V shows, but what if they know they didn't know they don't know nothing about the MCU. Like they they know they missed that era. They missed they just you know, they just managed to not live long enough of like you no know, get past a certain time period in the the um the era and missed out on the mcu we have that beauty like we're living in the time period where we sat there and watched um robert downey jr which at the time period he was like a failing actor um going through i believe alcohol addiction and whatnot going into prison completely reinvent reinvent himself become tony starks and kick off the mcu um with iron man and all the way to Endgame, like we saw that. Even going before that, um, seeing Blade, which well, I believe that movie, that franchise, single-handedly saved Marvel from going bankrupt. They were about to sell off Marvel, and that movie made made it more marketable to make superhero movies. Like I experienced that, like <laughs> I was there for that. So it's like. You got to, like, yeah, I think you just got to know how to, like, as you get older and with time, just appreciate where you came from and how it made you who you are. I mean, like I said, there are people who live in, I guess, aesthetic, like, point of views, like people who base their lives on wanting to be a 90 person. So they live their life in the 90s, dressing like they're in the 90s. And whatnot but it won't change the fact that you still have technology in this current time period you still have things that's in this time period you will never 100 percent truly be in the 90s unless you completely remove yourself from everything that is now and it's almost impossible to do that unless you're like living in a cave that's just 90s <laughs> it's just so like you will never be able to capture the true essence of that time period like you know as much as you want to be in the 90s Like payphones is almost obsolete I don't even know the last time i seen a payphone Um This old flip phones All of these things that was back in the day A beeper Like I live Like I, I just Missed the beeper era that was funny Cause I never Knew how it worked or it functioned I, I didn't live long enough to see that But I was able to see My father still owned one when I was younger so like I was still able to see a beeper but I it, it just died off like by the time I was getting a little bit older like I would say like yeah 99 2000 like the beeper just died off so I <laughs> I just missed seeing the beeper Um, and yeah I think that was like almost the equivalent to like text messaging like you get a message saying know somebody wants you to call them from a certain number it's like oh okay instead of just being called (laughs) it's weird (laughs) I still don't truly understand the full um, purpose of the beeper I might research it someday but yeah Um, the next thing um, I'm gonna talk about is it's those specific um, people I guess or group of people it seems like almost in every era where people believe that their era is living in the end times i mean i know you see it and like it's almost like a cliche in these apocalypse movies that they always have that one homeless dude with a car we saying it's the end of times and like almost every apocalypse movie is like Look how long things have been going like granted yeah i'm not you know people have their beliefs and whatnot and what they follow and then the signs they're seeing but at the same time it's like my belief is don't rush it don't try to like i don't know it's, 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 it's the same thing as like trying to tell people to get the vaccine it's like trying to tell people to prepare for the end of the world it's like that's not something you can prepare for bro like when it happens, it's gonna to, it's gonna happen. Like you don't understand. Like people are trying to paint the end of the world. Like people have their own vision of the, end, of the end of the world. Like people trying to paint their vision of the end of the world as like an apocalyptic thing where they can survive it and be the last remaining humans and rebuild civilization. And that may be true. My personal belief is that when it's the end of the world, that's the key word. The end. Like there should be nothing surviving. Is it, it's gonna end that's it like people take get different the end of the world means the end of humanity end of the world means the apocalypse so it, it, many people have the, many interpretations so it's like can't keep forcing people to believe what's happening what's gonna happen and how you should prepare for it because like I said 2012 was supposed to happen and what happened nothing it's like it's only so much that we can sit there and keep panicking and stressing out about these things like these are things that's born like in us that we have an exp- expiration date so it's like don't rush it enjoy your life enjoy the experience enjoy the blessing that you've been put into experience this you know this life and yeah when it's your time to you no, know, go ahead when it's your time go to the next stage next phase or you believe that's the end everyone have their belief in what happens afterwards it is what it is so like But I feel like I don't understand why Every era feels like It has to be that thing too Like When is the era When you feel like Damn I was born in this era I had to be born in the era Where I got I got to experience The end of the world Like That could be a bad thing To some people like Like bro like I was literally born To see the world end And then there's people was like Oh shit like I managed to live Long enough to see The end of the world Like That's crazy Like like people like no people who came before me can't even see this (laughs) so like I don't know there's different ways you can take it you know it's all about perspective like I said just don't take don't take things for granted man like this is your era you were born here for a reason you were you seen the things you have seen for a reason you learned the things you learned for a reason you've been exposed to the things you've been exposed to for a reason like it is what it is it's all like I said it's all the generational things which you passed down from what you grew up to like you know you know I learned about the you know '70s music, you know the funk disco. Even my dad's you know, his favorite group um the Beatles. Like learning about that music, like that's something you never thought I'd listen to. Being me and where I'm from, you know, just missing the '90s, hearing how things transitioned from Tupac and Biggie to DMX and Eminem and Jay Z. Like that transition, like you know how movies change, like you know movies was you no know, There was a lot of hood movies a lot of hood movies that was educational about the black community to marvel movies coming out almost every other year <laughs> like just to change in how things are made so it's like you know take you know uh, yeah just accept what it is what you've been given and live how you want to live like at the same time there's still people who cling on to that past and live things in the past but at the end of the day you would never truly be in that era. like that era wasn't for you like, you would never be there no more. Like, you gotta just go ahead. And it's sad to say, like, nostalgia still exists. Your memory still exists. The reason why we have them so we can remember these things and cherish these things. But keep living in it. I don't know. I think it's impossible to do it unless you completely isolate yourself from the world. So, yeah. Jeez. I don't think it. I don't know if This. <laughs> if this was a. Uh, sad sounding podcast I didn't want this to be sad or nothing I don't know but yeah (laughs) Uh, hopefully I didn't make I don't know I don't know I I think I'm just gonna end it here Um, so yeah you know as usual uh, I try to I I keep forgetting to write these questions I I don't know I gotta start focusing on writing these questions Uh, my my end of the podcast questions uh, I guess I'll break it down to two phases one um not so much as if you're going to get the vaccine or not but do you do you believe that we need certain tactics like this to encourage people to get the vaccine or discourage them to get the vaccine like do you think we need to be reaching out to hip-hop legends and remixing songs and whatnot and even if that like why it has to be hip-hop like why it's gonna be something else but i don't know um and second do you believe that you were living in the wrong timeline or the right era um do you believe that you should have been born sooner or later right? whatever that you feel like you should have been a part of and yeah with that um it's been another episode of Lesson Thrust podcast um yeah appreciate you guys tuning in listening just trying to grow um share this with anyone that you know who likes listening to these things um like hearing my perspective and stuff um i'm trying my best i'm not yeah i'm gonna try my best to like get more people into this because there's a lot of things i do want to talk about there's things that i want other perspectives on so i'll try my best to get some guests um in the meantime yeah just been it man hope you guys enjoyed um have a great day have a great week and yeah till next time peace